Hi, this is Ruth. And this is Jeff. And this is Ruth and Jeff's DVD Binder Podcast. On this podcast, Ruth and I go through our many, many DVDs, Mm -hmm. and we make decisions together about whether we should keep the DVD that we're watching or throw it away. And for today's episode, we are going to look at the old classic Brigadoon with Gene Kelly. Yes. So, Brigadoon. Mm-hmm. Brigadoon. It's a old classic. It's a musical for people who don't know. Yes. Um, about a village in Scotland that disappears for a hundred years and then appears for a day. And yeah. that happens every hundred years. Yeah. It is a, uh, I, I don't even remember the first time I saw it. I was a kid. Um, and it's, uh, it's very old. It's from 1954. So it's okay. coming up on its 70th birthday which yeah. is wild when you think about it yeah yeah that's crazy well and i first saw brigadoon actually as a play my sister took oh. me uh when we were teenagers and it was great and loved it and i didn't actually know about this version despite watching many old films growing up i had never seen this specifically yeah and i think i was reading that the musical uh came out in like the 40s originally that makes sense. um and it's loosely based on an a very old German fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, it's very fairy tale esque. Yeah. Huh. So, um, so maybe we should talk about the plot. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um. So Gene Kelly and Van Johnson, who I'm not used to Van Johnson in a villain role, and he's not a villain exactly, but he's a jerk. Yeah, he's like, not a sympathetic character. Yeah, you don't really like him. Um, they are hunting, and get lost and stumble upon Brigadoon for its once in a century appearance, um, and the people in the town have only been doing this for two days for them, but 200 years for us. And so Van Johnson and Gene Kelly kind of joined their, their life for that day. And there's a wedding and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, Gene Kelly plays Tommy Albright and he's a guy who like has a real hard time with commitment. I think he's maybe, has he been engaged more than once or is it just this current girl like recurring like he keeps putting off the wedding whereas van johnson's maybe been engaged he's been engaged and he's jeff douglas and he's an alcoholic and he's for sure an alcoholic um yeah and it's interesting it's like a very unreflective depiction of an alcoholic Mm -hmm. like um yeah so so okay we'll maybe get into the more of the plot which is that they get there they the first person who talks to them is sid charisse's character who's fiona Fiona. And Fiona is the sister of the girl who's going to be getting Getting married. Um, And and then that's the other side of the... It's actually kind of a very intricate plot. So Mm -hmm. her sister, whose name is Jean, Mm -hmm. she is getting married to a guy named Charlie. And But there's another guy in the village whose name is... Harry, right? Harry. Yeah. Harry Harry Beaton. Harry Beaton. Because there's a song called Harry Beaton. Um, And... uh, and she, Harry Beaton's in love with her, but uh, she's obviously not going to marry him because she's marrying Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's that sort of a sub sub. Yeah, and Harry feels kind of cursed on. that he's stuck in this village yes. because it's all very like it's amazing. The, uh, the as Van Johnson says, oh, the pastor who set all this miracle up with God really planned for everything because no one's allowed to leave the village, but someone can join the village if they truly love someone in the village. But they can't just love the village; they have to love a person. Yes, and if someone leaves the village, then everybody dies, ceases to exist. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and so that all of that is sort of 
found out initially it's all kind of a secret and it's sort of like no you can't tell people and uh it's not clear whether you know if they tell someone then yeah, does that affect if that I is that not allowed, allowed i think it's just that maybe they, they do eventually yeah they tommy. do eventually tell yeah so tommy meets sid Charisse's character meets, meets yeah. fiona um and initially is like oh no she's the one who's getting married because uh, charlie's not clear yeah and it's not just because of his accent um, <laughs> which is very which is very charlie was ir- obviously yeah, not inconsistent, scottish inconsistent. Yes, yeah, yeah. he i'm pretty sure yeah. he looks so much like um a one of the actors in white christmas which came out like right around this time like but not like the, oh no no like no one, no, of, like the one of the minor yeah, minor yeah, characters yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably right because um, he is a dancer um and that is honestly why you watch brigadoon you watch it for the dancing you watch it for the music. Gene Kelly actually choreographed it, which is pretty cool. I watch it for the sci-fi because <laughs> it is seriously like I saw someone. We can talk about this later, oh, but that's, like that's um, the uh, afterwards, I, I said to Ruth, like, do you think that Outlander, like that the mm. kind of racy TV series, great. Uh, that Ruth for sure hasn't watched, um, <laughs> uh, that that was somehow inspired by Brigadoon because it's it's got very similar themes. And, and then I went online and it said Outlander. So people were describing it as like Brigadoon meets Doctor Who. But then mm. I was thinking about it and I was like, more like Brigadoon meets Brigadoon. Because yeah. Brigadoon has the time stuff in it already. You don't have to bring Doctor Who into the mix. No, no, it's true. It's a complete like sci-fi feel. Well, and I mean, you were talking about how great it would be to create your own spin-off. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, stay tuned, folks. Okay. Stay tuned for this. <laughs> um, but so, okay, so... He meets this girl. He's quite interested immediately in yeah. her, um, and then he uh, it thinks that maybe it's a, it's uh, she's getting married, and then she he finds out that she's not, and, and it's immediate, instantly. right? They go and collect Heather uh, on yeah. the hill. Heather on the hill, which is a song, also great song in Brigadoon, um, in the gloaming, uh, which is also a song by Radiohead called "In the Gloaming." Oh, did um, they base it off of Heather on the Hill? No, it's there's just a maybe maybe they did. That's I now I want to know but that. But in the gloaming, I think is another. Well, kind it's of, an expression. It's like an I know, expression, but, but I just like a still, Scottish expression, maybe even. Well, that would it make sounds sense. like a the mist expression. of May is in the gloaming. Yeah, and all the clouds are holding still. Yeah. So take my hand. Yeah. Do you know that my um, my ancestors? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm half Scottish. My ancestors, one of them was a like a Scottish poet. That's very nice. Yeah. Were they a successful Scottish poet? They died when they were twenty-two. So they were. A so successful they were. They were one of these like <laughs> tragedy. You, you read poets, about yeah. their biography, and it's like, um, I can't remember his name. I think it's William Thompson or something like that. But anyways, yeah. So mm-hmm. this is not really. This is sort of beside the point. Except that I feel a lot of kinship with Brigadoon. Yeah. Except as far as I can tell, no one. Maybe the old no guy, one, one of the old guys, might maybe be one of them was or really just, Scottish. They've had more but years like to the writer, the guy who came up with the whole idea, not he was born in New York. Uh, you know, like yeah, it's it's interesting. I guess yeah. it, I guess there's a certain kind of Scottish romance or something like that, right? Yeah. Like they're rugged people. Rugged, yeah, the Campbells and the mm-hmm. Buchanans. Um, so yeah, so they fall in love immediately. They go collect Heather. Um, it's mm-hmm. a done deal. And then, and then they he suddenly he finds a family Bible, realizes there's something wacky going yes. on, and then they're like, "Okay, we'll tell because you." Because the family Bible says is from the 1700s. Now, apparently, the German fairy tale that the story was written on 
has this or written like based on yeah. has a similar in- incident where um, the guy from the 1800s, the present day when mm-hmm. the story was written, the guy meets this girl and he's in love with her and everything like that. And then they, she's crying because her mom has died recently. And then they look at the tombstone and the tombstone mm-hmm. says 1200. Whoa. So it's way intense. longer, right? Like, yeah. Um, so this is in the 1750s, 1754, mm-hmm. which is interesting also because it came out in 1954. Did it come out in 1954? So it was timely. Yeah. But also the 1750s, if I remember, like right around that time is crazy Scottish Jacobite rebellions oh. going on. Like Bonnie Prince Charlie's right around that time. And, and that's why they needed to get out of Scotland and they get stuck in a magic village. We do need to talk about the reason that they <laughs> no, well, that's... like, like, okay. So, um, they see the Bible. Yeah. They, they so go they to Sid Charisse. To... She says, you I'll need to talk to, to Mr. Lundy. And he tells them everything. He tells them everything. But like the details of the story are very strange. Yeah. Because there's witches. There's involved. a lot of witches involved in it. And at this point, Van Johnson does make... Van Johnson actually makes a lot of hilarious it, It's jokes hilarious. Very like very modern. Very modern. Like, so sarcastic. Yeah, so sarcastic. So inappropriate. Because Mr. Lundy said there were all these witches. And he said, do you have witches in America? And Van Johnson says, well, yes, but we pronounce it a little differently. We had to explain that to our kids. Yeah, they thought... They thought it was I funny. I mean, one of them caught it right away and laughed quite hard. Yeah. But the rest of them um. were... You know, it, it's a, it's actually on the whole, it's a very funny movie. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot I of mean, really good jokes in it. It's funny. It's weird, like musicals, right? Where you're like, wait, you're that's kind of weird that you're just singing and doing like a total ballet number in the middle of the forest or whatever. Except but, it's also not a. It's mm-hmm. obviously not a forest. Like, yeah. it's obviously a the set very... that's covered with heather and then a painting of a mountain covered in heather. They kind of cheaped out on the sets, I would say, yeah. based on. Well, it's because of all the effects they were doing yeah. with the mist. <laughs> yeah, lots of and mist. the gloaming. Um, yeah. So Mr. Lundy explains that, yeah, well, there was these marauding witches uh, going over the countryside from village to village. And, and the Taking. pastor, or the, the kind of yeah. the guy who is the yeah. minister in the, in the, in the town, in Brigadoon, um, was just terrified for his flock. Now, he had multiple uh, sort of agendas. Yeah. going on because he was also sad because he was going to die soon he thought and uh and so yeah. he he was just sad that he wouldn't be with his people that he loved so much um and so he goes out of the town and he prays to god and he basically has a very detailed strategy document that he he <laughs> says to god which includes all sorts of things but but like we said basically the city or the town is going to vanish and it'll only appear once in a century so that it can't become fully touched by that century yeah so it'll just be sort of going alongside it, it, i mean it's, it's such a cool idea um I but mean, also raises so many questions i mean it's also just from a spiritual standpoint the contract with god is kind of weird yeah. like our kids are all like so wait is god like evil in this like is that what's going on and we're like no i think he's meant to be like kind and they're like this but he's also kind. like a pushover well it seems like he's kind of a businessman was, was mr forsyth a witch he was probably Mr. Forsyth was a witch, I think. So he actually cast a spell in the town, and this well, whole... because what <gasps> it's is a misunderstanding? It's actually evil. Brigadoon's evil. <laughs> Brigadoon's evil. Well, okay. So the reason I'm saying that though is because what are like witches in this sort of men can't be witches. Well, I feel like <laughs> there are examples where men are witches 
many different stories, but um, but like the the whole idea that um, Mr. Forsyth, right? Which witches are trying to con- control nature and make it do what it, they want it to, right? Right? In some versions, and he's doing exactly that. He's like, okay, God, uh, got to protect the village from the witches. I'm not going to pray that you get rid of the witches yeah. or that you like make the village unseeable to witches. We're going to do this other highly complicated and kind you of know, cruel, kind of cruel, pretty cruel, actually. Because they like th- did none of them have family outside of town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, so, I mean, I actually thought Harry Beaton is one of the more interesting characters. Oh, he's very sympathetic, right? Because he's just so distraught because he and he talks about how. Charlie was able to go to Edinburgh and, and go, get, to school. go to school and then he came back and got she, the girl got the girl and he isn't able to go to because of this miracle yeah. he's trapped in the town he can never leave and another thing I just f- forgot was that Charlie um Mr. Forsyth put off the miracle until Charlie, Charlie could get home. back so and this is something that's him. talked about so yeah so it's actually really cruel so it's, it's, it's Anyways, yeah. So, and then in the long run, Charlie decides he's going to run away and ruin Not Charlie. Program. I mean, Harry. Harry. Yeah. And just to sum it all up. And then Van Johnson accidentally shoots him because he's shooting grouse. And he's uh, drunk. And he's totally drunk. Um, and then uh, Tommy, Gene Kelly, is like, I'm going to stay. I'm totally in love with you, Fiona. But then Jeff Van Johnson talks him out of it. And they go back to New York. Do you think Van Johnson's a real name? Do you think that's his actual name that he was born with? Because it's very fake sounding. Well, it might be that he, his last name was Van Johnson and he just got rid of his oh, first name, do you think? But it could be cool. Van was a first name. Short for Vanderdyke. Vance? Vance. <laughs> I don't know. Vance? Vance sounds like it's short I for something. I do know Advance. that he was six foot one. So there's a fact I Which know about him. That's maybe not tall helpful. for the And period. you know what? He actually didn't die that long ago. 2008. Wow. Which is crazy wow. because. He lived to he see was, Obama become yeah. president well, no he, he was, didn't he was no, born sorry. in 1916 i want to say so Man. he lived a long time see and he's an interesting actor too because as we said to our kids he he isn't a typical lead well he kind of is pretty handsome he's pretty stuff. handsome but but the place that the way that he got a lot yeah. of his roles was because he got in a car accident did we already say this yeah, on the uh, podcast no i don't think no. we said it on the podcast we just said to the kids just before he was at least this was what granny always told me just before he was supposed to go to war he got in a really bad car accident, couldn't enlist, and then after he had a surgery, was not really able to go to war still, but was able to walk and talk and dance still, and so got all these lead roles. Yeah. Because they needed a young, handsome guy. He should have been stereotyped as this role, though, because I think he really, like, nails oh, it. Oh, he's a really good jerk. Yeah. And he's a great foil for um, Gene yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Right? Because Gene Kelly's, he's kind of like... um. I don't know. He's he seems the way he dances is so like, kind of like whatever, like like we're all in a, in on a joke, kind of thing, <laughs> and like anyone would ever describe Gene Kelly that way. Well, I, I mean, like, like no, he's I just sort of like you know, like yeah, hey, you know, this let's, is casual. we're just I having just fun, right? I we're just having fun. Yeah. I'm just tap dancing, it's something that I do. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then Van Johnson's just more like, oh, you know, come on, this is serious. This, this is so s- silly. Oh, okay. Um, and ser- yeah, well, I mean, he's serious, but he's like, let's yeah. let's not be yeah, let's ridiculous. not be ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they he, that's the plan. Tommy slash Gene Kelly's gonna stay. But then he gives up. But then goes he's back like, with Jeff. 
to New York. I need to go. And then he's depressed because he's let go of the only love of his life. So he's like, I've got to go back and just see the, where the village is and recognize that Fiona really is so gone. He, he does. Well, he's so the whole scene back in New York is just like a cacophony. It's chaos. It's so it's chaotic. Loudest, and it's just <clears throat> the loudest me, people talking in the world. Oh, it's so loud. There's so many conversations going on. And uh, which is, I mean, it's hilarious because it's they're trying to just say, wouldn't you like a Brigadoon too? Yeah. Um, Isn't this horrible? Yeah. And I mean, so his, his fiance comes and just, she's kind of not very nice. Um, and he, he already had not wanted, like he had planned to break it off and kept going away. Anyway, so then he uh, finally does break it off and says, yeah. I've got to go back and see for myself that Fiona's truly gone, even though I know she is. Yeah. So they go back and Tommy's love is so strong that he wakes up Mr. Lundy yeah. and is able to get into Brigadier. And he doesn't even say goodbye to his best friend, yeah. Jeff. And it's actually really horrible. Jeff's really like weird. traumatized from being an accidental murderer and like has all these issues and Tommy just like leaves him. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, so he I is very, very excited to see Fiona, Fiona. But yeah, but you think you'd say goodbye. It's like, well, never yeah. going to see you again. Yeah. So long. See you later, sucker. Hope you can find your way back to New York. Because <laughs> you're on your own. Hope you don't. Hope your liver doesn't get destroyed by your alcoholism. Maybe he knows that his friend is not long for this world, so he's just like, well. Yeah. Cut ties. Yeah. So the um, that's the that's the summary, mm-hmm. and uh, and it is very good. I don't actually know how long it was. I don't either, actually. Uh, you know what? We started it. At like After six, six, and it ended at about eight twenty. I want to say so. It's a couple of hours, maybe. A couple of hours, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's um. It it. We have a version of it that's in Cinemascope, which is very weird because it's like widescreen, but then it also shrinks the like i the left and the right sides of the screen, so mm-hmm. it felt very small. Yeah. Um. It's not. It, the camera I, also warps. Have you ever? Did you notice that anytime they tried weird. to do like a. Um, panoramic sort of yeah it would always be a little bit warped it was interesting just maybe a legacy of the filming yeah technique or whatever that they use um it was uh so i mean okay so i think we need to talk about whether we liked it Mm -hmm. uh whether we want to keep it yeah um it's to me it's such a complicated movie in some ways right because Mm -hmm. it's not really that clear like it ends on this happy note you're like yay they're together you know Sid and our kids, even the little kids, were kind of invested at that point. Oh yeah, for sure, and um, and it's got some really st- nice stark sort of contrasts, right, between New York and like uh, the yeah. the busyness of New York and the sort of like I would have liked more of that, honestly. Like, yeah, I would have liked it if they'd started in the busyness of New York, gone off to Scotland, and then come back to New York. It would have bookended it better. For yes, me. yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's it's interesting because it's like. Is Brigadoon bad? We sort of talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's because like the whole thing with Harry uh, Beaton, right? Harry Beaton is so over, overcome with anger and upsetness that he goes to, uh, he's at the wedding of uh, mm-hmm. Jean and Charlie. And he like goes and he tries to tell, you know, I don't know exactly what he's doing, but he's doing, he's almost attacking Jean. And Charlie gets in and, and then He's all upset. He's going to try to kill Charlie, um, Harry. And then yeah. finally he's like, I'm leaving. This is the end of the miracle. Uh, yeah. We're all going to, you're all going to die, right? Mm-hmm. And and then they he runs off 
And so everyone, it's like a manhunt, right? Harry beat him, Harry beat him, get him, you know, mm-hmm. get him before he goes kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like the, to me it was like, okay, the bliss of Bridge of, uh, I was going to say Bridgerton, <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't seen. And I but may have But speaking of Outlander and <laughs> racy movies, uh, TV shows, um, no, the, the bliss of Brigadoon is the bliss of Brigadoon only possible like on the the fact that there's a corpse in Brigadoon now, mm-hmm. right? Like, and it's funny because at the end he gets shot, he falls and dies. They don't realize that he got shot. They think that he, he you know, hit his head on a rock mm-hmm. and they're like, we've had enough sorrow for one wedding day. Let's go and put his body. And we'll tell everyone and we'll tell everyone instead. tomorrow morning. And then they, they don't just do that though. They go around and lie. Yeah. They go and they're like, oh, he just had a scratch. He'll be He'll better be in the morning. Yeah. Like, it's crazy because it's like the, bl- the you know, pleasant kind of wonderfulness of it, mm-hmm. which... Uh, which all, like, all utopias in movies, that's kind of always, there's always a price. Yeah, the price is like the death of Harry Beaton. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting... It's impossible to believe that he would be the only person that was like, oh, this yeah. sucks. Like, Because there's like hundreds of people there. I mean, they did, it was the 1700s where I suspect you did not go far from home in the same way that we do now. No, but that's still, true. for all of them to be like, yeah, this is totally fine. Like, we're happy to be stuck in this little zone. Well, and, and ha- what happens, like, like, I mean, I guess the thing is, is that the t- time gets stretched. So, like, mm-hmm. it just gets stretched over such a long period of time that, like, we the, the kids and we were trying to figure out how many, he- like, real world years mm-hmm. would it be for Bridget- Bridgerton? <laughs> I'm saying that. <laughs> For Brigadoon to go through a single year yeah. and it was like 36,500 yeah, years yeah <laughs> and so like well and like if someone got pregnant in Brigadoon it would take them you know 27,000 plus years to have a baby which to me is like ugh, sounds horrible but but from the inside it's only yeah they don't only maybe months. they're not experiencing that and so maybe it's not as horrible not and cruel but it, like the world I mean I guess this was written in a time where they weren't quite as aware that the world was, you know, being used up in the way that we're right. using it now. So the idea of like... There was one other really interesting mm-hmm. uh, concept that they had, which was that um, uh, Gene Kelly's character at one point says, uh, he asks Mr. Lundy, what's it like when you go to sleep? And he said, oh, it's like I get taken up by the shadowy arms, by shadowy arms, uh, into a dream, but I can hear voices of longing, mm-hmm. and he says it's the he thinks it's the real world, Passing which is so weird, yeah. right? Like, it's such a weird concept to think like they're somehow kind of aware of the real world passing by. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a weird, it's a very it's very thought provoking. Yeah, way more so than I ever remember it. Being, yeah, like, yeah. Rewatching it now, I was like, oh yeah, this is freaky why couldn't it have just been like a year's you know a day's 10 years that would have given them time to protect themselves from the witches you know yes yeah exactly yeah um so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know do you have any favorite parts that you i mean i just i've always loved the music like and Mm. just i was like oh there are bells in the hills is that no that wasn't the one he's saying that that's music man sorry i'm jumping um oh it's almost like being in love almost like being in love i know 
and a few times I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is Go Home with Bonnie Jean. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. also from this movie, and yeah. it, which is, makes sense because it's a Scottish Did song. Did he but. sing? I, I left the room at one point to make popcorn. Did he sing Come to Me, Bend to Me? You know that song where he sings, where uh, Charlie's outside the house and he's t- trying to tell Jean to sneak out and see him? You know, no. Come to me, bend to me. Okay, that one. Is that in the it's, musical? That's in the real musical. And oh, I, I, like, I love that song. It's a really lovely song. Yeah. Um, but it was not there. Because yeah, the only scene with Charlie at the at least I'm sure it's in the musical. I'm at sure the it is. Cottage or mm-hmm. at the, at the house. When he signs the Bible. When he's signing the Bible. Um, but yeah, but it is. It's, I for me, Brigadoon has always been about the music, and so that was what it yeah. still was about. Yeah. No, the 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 last scene of the movie where you see Gene Kelly kind of doing one of those ballet slow walks, slow walks at, to Sid Charisse and they're both just walking towards each other and the mist is rising kind of mm-hmm. in the gloaming. It's totally like burned into my head from mm-hmm. when I was younger and yeah. um, and just the, the music, you know, Brigadoon, mm-hmm. yeah. Brigadoon. And they've got like that classic 1950s yeah, chorus, chorus kind yeah. of. Um, Van Johnson it. was like very interesting in it. More inter- like I still will always love him most, like Two Girls and a Sailor, that kind of style. Van Johnson, but he was great. Oh, or in Duchess of Idaho, is he in both? Isn't he Duchess of Idaho? He's the love interest. Know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's Esther Williams or whatever her name is, the swimming lady. Her love interest in it, great, um, just funny and fun. But yeah. I thought he was so interesting in this. And Gene Kelly, like I, I think I've, only, I have seen Singing in the Rain, and what are some of his other ones? The um, one with uh, the one Jerry the Mouse. Within the one where there's, yeah, the Sailors one, like um, Jerry the Mouse. Remember, there's that famous, there's a famous shot that him, of him dancing with Jerry from Tom and Jerry. Because he sings New York, New York, it's one hell of a town. Isn't that him? Oh, I don't know. I think so. He's not a very good mm-hmm. singer. He's not actually. Like his voice is quite. It always feels weak, like he's straining. Yeah. his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know that's but not yeah, why I'm they not, pay him the big bucks. No, and I wasn't. I was never as much of a Gene Kelly he's got as prominent a prominent buttocks. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> well, he's a dancer, of course. He, he does. Do, but I mean, like he's wearing dress pants. Maybe he's not though. Maybe they're like. They're bad. Maybe they're, they're like yoga pants, pants, kind of like the equivalent for well, the fifties. When you in that time. All of the guys look like they have prominent butts because of those pants in those movies. So I don't know. I mean, I wasn't. It's not like I was looking, <laughs> but it was just like, like, oh, hey, look, they're walking through the heather. Whoa, what the heck is that <laughs> round thing there? Um, I mean, if you dance as much as he did, though. Yeah. Sure. No, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not as familiar with Gene Kelly, interestingly, apart from, of course, his most important singing in the rain. Yeah. Um, I'm way more like I watched way more Fred Astaire, way more Bing Crosby, yeah. and Van he's Johnson. A, he's a very like you just feel. I feel very much like yeah. I think he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. I think he seems he'd be a nice guy. really seems nice. Like a pleasant guy. Um, he was probably not a good guy because lots I, of those guys weren't good yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, except Fred Astaire I bet he was. Didn't. I bet yeah, he didn't don't tell me. Yes, I know Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby has. I mean, maybe not. We're not saying that he did, but we did hear rumors about Bing Crosby. Well, I actually read an article that suggested that he was a hard father. So. Yeah, so. Anyways. But um, yeah, no, I mean the 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 casting and Sid Charisse is awesome. She's, She's great so in great. everything, though. She's so good in Bandwagon with Fred Astaire. Um, Just such an interesting. Trying to think if any like Harry, the guy who plays Harry Beaton, mm-hmm. he seems like an actor from another time. Like yeah. he seems like a, 
uh, who's the guy, Errol Flynn kind yeah, of character, he, he right? Just that style. Where he's like move postures. He has yeah. postures kind of, and yeah. um, he's upset, obviously, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. There's also a character that we didn't talk about who does have a name in the musical, but she's like this kind of um, floozy, yeah, the girl is the who wrong comes word, on, yeah, but the like. The one who's trying to she, seduce Van Johnson, yeah, essentially. Her mother was a gypsy. and But then she kind of suggests that he, she thought he was trying to seduce her, but it's like, wait, really? Because it sure seemed like It's a very confusing sequence. And kind of not necessary almost at the I, end. I was reading that the intent with it was like um, to give a comedic sort of like, Van Johnson and that girl were going to be like, they were the comedy couple. Couple. They were like, they're well, like, um, what's his name in White Christmas, right? You know how you right, have right, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah. main romantic couple, yeah, and then you have with Bing Crosby and uh, Rosemary Clooney, yeah. and then you have uh, yeah, Vera Dar- Ellen. I keep wanting to say Darby O'Gill. What's his name? <laughs> Danny Kay. Yeah, thank you, Danny Kay. Yeah, and Vera Ellen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, and that's an interesting and kind of like just problematic thing from that era is there's always in most of those musicals the floozy girl and she's always like funny but like not you know like the uh (laughs) i'm just a girl who can't say no from uh, oklahoma (laughs) and you're like ha 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 she's kind of but but it's it's like fulfilling some sort of like fantasy for these guys right where they can be the chivalrous like no thanks. I'm not interested in girls who throw yeah. themselves. Well, at and people. it's also saying girls who like boys and are open about it are bad, and that's funny. But we don't think they're good. Yeah. They can't be the hero at all. Yeah, exactly. Right. If she was the main character, they everyone would have been like, "Oh no, that doesn't work." So, anyways. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, not as much problematic stuff as some. No, of these old no, yeah, no. Like no. other than the uh, witches, that's not how we pronounce <laughs> witches. Uh, line, a joke. which I'm is a hilarious joke, hilarious. Um, um, like, yeah, no, very clean. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, philosophical movie. I mean, this thing is a gender, not gender. Uh, like, uh, gen gender wise, it's pretty, pretty strongly patriarchal, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But genre wise, it's <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Like, it's so many different things. It's a you know, it's a musical, it's a sci-fi, it's, philosoph- it's a philosophical. Like, maybe I, mm-hmm. I should add Brigadoon to kind of the uh, dark, dark, what's it called? Dark City, uh, mm-hmm. Matrix, and Brigadoon, the three yeah. most philosophical movies uh, <laughs> in existence. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just an interesting, very all-over-the-place kind of movie. Comedy, right? Mm-hmm. Romance. Yeah. Um, that covers a bunch of bases. Yeah, well, I would say, I mean, I don't know what your opinion is yet on the really? keeping, not keeping, but you I don't. would assume <laughs> that you would say it's worth watching again at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah well, and I think even our kids did, like, I mean, of the musicals we've shown them, not their favorite. Um, but they were laughing. But they, they laughed. No, they liked it a lot. I would say, like, not their favorite, just in the sense that for some reason they just really do seem to like Guys and Dolls a lot. Right, which we um, haven't watched in a while. A long time. In fact, we haven't watched it for this, so we'll have to do that. Right, yeah. But it's the one they reference the most. Um, but but still, they did enjoy it, and I love getting to revisit it occasionally. I wouldn't revisit it as often as I thought. I Like, when we started, I thought, I think this might be one of my favorite musicals. And watching it, I was like, this was nice. Not one of my favorites, but still nice and worth watching. Yeah. I I was thinking maybe we do this as... 
like we've we've tried in our house uh, partly because of the Scottish ancestry to do Robbie Burns Day, um, mm -hmm. not very often, but a few times or a couple only, times yeah, maybe we tried to to do the the Robbie Burns speeches and poetry readings and stuff like that and it is it does not go over well no though it's, our kids are getting older so. they are but it, it's a hard thing to do right yeah like um but maybe what we do is on robbie burns day we always watch a scott a scottish movie movie of some kind it's like this and like um, um that mel gibson one right that's braveheart it. yeah uh well we could do so i married an axe murder because there <laughs> is a very right. strong that's scottish one of your number one element favorite. there do we own that movie I don't know because we only owned it on VHS for a long time and yeah. we got rid of all the VHSs. So we, had, we may have to yeah, look for that one. we may have to buy that one. We actually at some point need to do another podcast called The DVDs That We Should Own. Yes. But it'll just be that and Ready Player One because yes. uh, now that for listeners, I do not care about Ready Player One, but Jeff and my brother Luke and the kids love it. Yeah. Un, like, it's insane how much they all love it. Yeah. They talk about it all the time, so... Anyways, that's the end. That's that, the end of that, that podcast. That there be, you go. That would be good. Um, we'll do that as our spin-off podcast. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny. I can't think of any other Scottish movies. Why is that? That's so weird. Like, that, I think that we might can't even, be right. No, no. I'm sure we even own some. But, um, but yeah, okay. We'll figure out some more Scottish movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would totally keep it. I, would you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm always good to keep an old musical. They're good to have. Yeah. And I do I do love this one. I love watching Gene Kelly dance and Sid Sharif dance. They're so good at dancing. Yeah. Um, and I love the music. And I think it's a weird plot, so I enjoy it. It is a weird plot. It's a very it's uh, the way I, I again read somewhere was it was like this is like such an original musical, mm -hmm. like a, idea for a musical yeah. compared to lots of things, yeah. right? Which yeah. kind of just rehash Shakespeare or rehash yes. other stuff. I mean, this one did rehash a German fairy tale, but yeah. but even but actually the musical, the guy who wrote the musical denied that for a long time. Right. Said no, no, this is just out of my own head, um, which may or may not may not may have been true. I who mean, knows? it might have. He thought it was maybe out of his own head, but someone had told him. The maybe fairy tale as a kid, you know, he had a dream. Maybe he had a dream. Cause and he was visited by someone from Brigadoon. Yeah, and that's how. So the question I have maybe as our closing sort of question. Unless yeah. you have one of those no, also. No, I don't. I have none. But the question I have is, would you want to live in Brigadoon? Oh, no. Never in a million years. I The concept of eternity already is a struggle mm. for me. So the idea of a village that only appears once every hundred years just makes me feel gross. Plus, I don't like being like confined in that way. Mm. I would feel yeah. very claustrophobic. So yeah. would you choose to live in Brigadoon? Well, if you is this going to affect if, our marriage? No, if you okay. if you weren't, then I wouldn't. I, well, you know, nice, I, nice. I wouldn't live in Brigadoon. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like... Well, how about I just go and visit there <laughs> once a century? Uh, no, I wouldn't if you weren't there. But but, but there is something like kind of interesting to me mm -hmm. about the idea of like a t a place where you're not in the rat race of yeah. of existence, right? And you can just sort of live. It's like these guys don't have to practice mindfulness, no, because they live in the present, yeah, very well, much. True. And if they and if you don't live in the present there, they kill you. <laughs> it's accidentally. Accidentally, but but they still live. And it'll be a lie. They won't tell anyone yeah. about it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I think we should uh, we should keep it. Yeah. We should rewatch it at some point. And uh, yeah. yeah, good. Good. Nice. Good nice work. Hey, uh, we forgot to get rid of our Pleasantville DVD. We just found it when we were going through Frigidin, so, so now it's gone. Now it's gone. Well, it isn't actually. I mean, it's in the it's box. It's going to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. 
we're going to go put it in Brigadoon somewhere, and then it'll disappear and uh, show up. So they're going to wake up. They're going to be like, you woke me up. You loved the idea of leaving this here so yeah. much that your love woke yeah. me up. 1954. Well, 1954 was the last time Brigadoon showed up. Yeah. So, so we might 20, live to see 2054, them. Yeah, we could go to yeah, cool go Scotland. Go. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah. No, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Okay. Talk to you later.